Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Oh, look at the professional setup the big man's got. Whoa. The big man. Let's <laughs> send me Joe Rogan here. <laughs> How you getting on, mate? You all right? I'm good, I. I won't give you the Joe Rogan chat like... The, the muscle building and fucking... That's why we got you on. <laughs> <laughs> You're a first guest that none of us have ever met. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> How's today? What's been happening? Tell me all about it. Well, do you know what? I've, disco- I've, I've finally admitted to myself something that's been really a big part of my life for a long time. I'm, getting, I'm going straight in heavy here. Um, <laughs> I've finally <laughs> decided it's time to admit that Starbucks coffee is rubbish. Right. I've been holding on to the idea that it might be alright for a long time because it's convenient, I like the logo, I've been fooled, mm-hmm. I've been fooled. That's a cool logo. <laughs> Does it make you feel creative when you have a Starbucks coffee, like you feel like a, you're a creative person? I don't know about creative, but I definitely feel part of the gang or something, and that is what they've designed, right? And then the other day I realised, I would no I didn't realise, I've known for a long time, <laughs> it's, like, it's like it was inside, you know, and I went, this is crap. <laughs> And then I felt I felt better. I did, but the only problem with that is, and this is going somewhere. Um, <laughs> the only place that's near my house that you can walk to to get a coffee is Starbucks. Right. So, so I'm still at it, but I've seen through the veil. You're going to continue to go, but you've realised it's crap, and you've made peace with it. I'm not going to choose it over other options again. Right. No longer will you walk by your local coffee shop like a kind of exactly. you know family-run one and go for the corporate. I can't do it. So if I'm if I'm on Byers Road, that's it. It's finished. I'm not going to Starbucks on Byers Road. Although although I will say this, you can order on the app and you don't have to wait in a queue. This is another thing during COVID, hanging about in a queue. Like, I was in a queue that long for coffee the other day that someone shouted at me, "Is that a queue for a vaccine?" <laughs> 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 that's how long the queue was, and the 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 kind of amount that we're about to you know kind of uh, put into that we're willing to wait for half an hour i did go to starbucks this morning that's the answer to your question i walked to starbucks by the way sorry we introduced brian, brian how what would you what would your title like to be tell us introduce yourself in fact how about that that's a lazy podcast all right then i'm brian o'sullivan and i'm uh i'm an actor and musician 
and then probably more more people people who listen to this will probably know me as Brido Hingway, and that's what people shout at me in the street now, and that's my life. <laughs> oh, so that started. That started, yeah, 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 in a good way though, in a good way. Hi, people are quite friendly with. How does it feel to be noticed for something you've created? Do you know what? It's nice. I think I think we're supposed to pretend that we don't like it because we're supposed to pretend that we don't get any kind of good feeling out of being appreciated or mm-hmm. maybe it's a West of Scotland thing. I mean, I'm not like so famous I kind of go to the supermarket or Starbucks indeed. Mate, I mean, I, I moved to London and I've been, it's drastically dipped how much people notice me down here. Do you hate that now? I don't like it at all, actually. Um, <laughs> I had a, a good one yesterday on, uh, on sorry, on Friday on the building site. Canberra's Lang. Uh, I was up on the roof and then the guy I was working with, Willie, uh, just heard somebody shouting up going, Willie, you got a LaFontaine up there? <laughs> uh, and it was a guy, just a guy, just like a pure, pure normal guy. Was like, somebody said that the, the guy for LaFontaine's is the drummer for LaFontaine's, but I looked up and I was like, oh, he's, that, he's got much longer hair, but he was just chuffed to meet me and just going, came to see you a few times. Fucking brilliant band. And then that, that was all it was. I was just sort of like, ah, cool. And then had to get back to it, but I was, I was well chuffed for like the rest of the day. It's a nice feeling. Has <laughs> it affected you in your, um, like, do you still have a day to day as such, Brian? Do you need to go in? Has it, has it changed the, the dynamic in that? I don't have a day job, no. Or or my day job is like, you know, I'm an actor, a musician, but, uh, and podcaster, I suppose. Although I did I did do a bit of work for Royal Mail before Christmas. The temporary Christmas shifts? Yeah, I was one of those 30,000 people. I've yeah. done that. Did you? I quite enjoyed it. I, I done it years ago. I thought it was great. Quite liked it. Just listen to podcasts and music. Are you in the in the sorting office or in the wee red van going going around with parcels? It was great fun. Brilliant. Oh shit, you were out in the field. Oh, I was I was in the big leagues, boy. <laughs> Don't mess about me. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, it's nice to get noticed for something you've done. Does that change the amount of time you spent? Like, for instance, you've got noticed for this. So, does that take the front seat? Then is that the driving seat? Is that the thing that you focus on most now? Do you know what? Actually, what it's done is it's afforded me the the opportunity to do to invest more in my podcast even financially because my podcast doesn't doesn't make money it's quite niche it's a theater podcast scottish theater it's quite a small scene people Mm -hmm. do appreciate it but it's um you know it's still a small listenership give it a plug please it's called putting it together and it's a weekly podcast of uh, interviews with actors some actors you will know some comedians you'll know so it's not um I mean, it's, it's become quite big, relatively speaking. We're approaching 200 episodes. I've been doing it for three years every week. Oh, my man. Nice. So I'm proud of it. I love it. That explains the setup. Yeah, I wasn't just like, oh my, I'm going on the LaFontaine's podcast now. <laughs> I thought you went three all out, on straight, on, straight on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it's like, these guys are going to be really professional. I better get this stuff sorted. Don't have a clue how to work at all. I've hired a studio. I'm sitting. Um, so I've been doing the podcast for ages and I love doing it. But Janice and Frank of of helped fund it recently and i've been able to bring a producer on board to make it better to do the editing for me and you know to to kind of give it a bit more space and time so that's been good so i suppose the front it's the front thing in terms of it's my it's my income um, Mm and but it lets me support those other things that don't don't make the money that i still want to do that's fantastic how did how did the what did the inspiration for the characters come then how did how did this come about well do you know what my ex who i'm still very friendly with um, said to me once they started to gain a bit of traction she was like you've always been doing these stupid voices and I didn't realise but it was comic genius <laughs> like when we were together I used to just tell you to shut up but now I realise what you were doing I was like yeah I've tried to tell you it was hilarious <laughs> um, I've always I've always noticed the daft things people say or maybe not even the daft but just the things people say um, I've always loved that kind of observational stuff I grew up watching the royal family in the office 
I like British humour that's got subtlety, that, that's got humanity to it. And um, I hear thing, I hear people say things. That I, for, for a while, when I lived in Deniston, I used to write them down, thinking eventually one day. Um, I remember, what was the one I heard that I've never used yet? There was a woman hanging out her window and someone was walking by or someone was has stopped to talk to her. And she said, Oh, do you know what? I just I just left it because I knew if I brought it up, she would start her shite, then her son would start his shite, and I just went, I can't be fucked with this, I'm going for a bath. <laughs> and <laughs> you can't write or you can write that. But do you know what I mean? These are the normal things people say, and I think that's so funny. Like, first of all, it's so dramatic. She's swearing, she's got the mother and the son involved. And her solution to it is she's gone for a bath. I just love it. So so I suppose it's based in reality. It's based in me enjoying the turns of phrase of people. And I think what it's allowed me to do, which I didn't realise at first, was to discover that these could be quite three-dimensional characters and they could be good people. I never thought of that at the beginning. I was just like, they're just, they're just daft. Wow, well, that's like another, a whole other layer you've opened up there then, eh? Yeah, you, you hear the things they say and I speak of them separately from me because it does kind of appear sometimes what they say. I just open my mouth. And they say things where they might be misguided, but they're not—they're not bigots and they're not hateful in any way. Um, and then they—they've got good hearts, and you realise, oh, these right. are becoming rounded characters, and they could say good stuff. Do you feel like with each kind of week that passes, that you get to know these characters more? Then, yeah, with everything they say, and I think what I do now is I think I would like to hear what what they would have to say about something i think of a topic and because i'm writing a live show now i've just finished the first draft of it and that gives me a chance to dig in a wee bit more about what do they think about things that take a wee bit longer than two and a half minutes to talk about because because the Mm -hmm. videos have to have a they have to be quite punchy but also another point is that they you don't want them to have too many punchlines um i've deleted punchlines before because i felt like this is too like trying to be a skit and i just want more of a wee slice of their their mind. I think that's what's great about the characters is that they're very authentic feeling. They don't feel like they're trying to be funny. Yeah, and that's a danger. You could fall into that. I I feel like uh, especially with we I know folk that are just like Janice, but I know plenty of guys that are just the exact same as, as Frank. I think mm-hmm. it's like ten in my head sort of thing. It's like most a- people who comment say, How do you know my da? or how is this everybody's uncle? So aye, aye. people say where did you get inspiration? And I suppose it's like it's not because they're my mum and dad, it's because it's because they're everybody's mum and dad, in a way. Uh, Bits of them, you know. Do you think it's what's lended to that so well is the Scottish humour, the Scottish accent? Like, would these characters be as funny in any other accent or if they were from any other part of the world? I think they could be. I think I've spent time in other parts of the world and I think the idiosyncrasies might be slightly different, but they come to the same thing. Mm-hmm. I think... The Scottishness helps because I don't have to really put that on and I think that leads to the authenticity. But, you know, I've lived in Australia and I think an Australian couple who did said similar things wouldn't it wouldn't be too off the wall, you know, and a lot of Irish humour is similar. But it mm-hmm. seems like people from different parts of the world kinda get it as well. Yeah. Maybe that's because we've paved the way like we've had comics that have gone over the world like Billy Connolly and more recently Kevin Bridges, people are starting to get used to hearing the Scottish voice and understanding what that style of humour is. Also, I think, maybe it's, it's a Scottish thing, or, or maybe it's... In fact, I remember listening to um, Seth Rogen talking about when they wrote Superbad. They were told that it was so insular, it was so for them that it wouldn't translate across the world. But really, when you try and make a one-size-fits-all, that's when it falls in its arse. Where if you try and do something authentic to you, generally, people get it. It, it, it goes... It's got more legs than you think. So... 
how does writing for the live show differ to a skit in your house? That's a great question. Um, I think there's an opportunity for a wee bit more poetry. And, I, and it's a fine line because I don't want people to watch the skits and the videos and then come and see the live show and be like, what, is this Shakespeare or something? Like, what's he trying to do? I don't want to get pretentious or anything. But at the same time, the live show is going to last somewhere between 60 and 90 minutes. So it has to have an arc that's bigger than, you know, those videos have an arc each of their own. They start and then two minutes later, they're wrapping up. Stage show is going to be different, although it will be episodic. It will be little chunks. They have to become cohesive and be something bigger. Mm-hmm. So there's an opportunity to get deeper into the characters. And then there's an opportunity to, you know, the turns of phrase are similar, but there's all there's room for a wee bit more. Well, put it this way. We're not going to be pretending that Janice isn't on a stage. She's going to be on a stage and I'm going to be dressed in black and I'm going to be pretending to be Janice, right? So... Mm-hmm. We're not... She can say things that are slightly less mundane and everyday. Occasionally, we can just... We push a slightly into the the poetic, I think. That mm-hmm. makes it sound like I'm talking up. I don't know. I just... It is a different medium, and I think the bigger thing is, what's the, what's the, what's the arc? So, are you giving her a purpose for being on stage? Well, she's not... I've, maybe I've said that wrong. She's not on stage, but... I don't want her to sit in a in a in a living room set and kid on. She's in a living room. I kind of right. want her to sit in front of the audience and tell them a story. Right. Okay. Right. But you've not. But you've not. You've not made it such as like, oh, that's me here. I'm on the stage. No. Yeah, yeah. No. Not quite. So it's somewhere in between. And I suppose in theatre, like that's that's the world I come from. We, we allow ourselves those kind of in betweenies. You know. Like, right. She'll break the fourth wall, as we would say, but at the same time, she's not going to say, "Hello, I'm Janice, and I'm here, and I'm at the Tron, and you're an audience." or whatever right. yeah, somewhere yeah. in between you know and I think it's about she, she normally addresses Margaret Priceland who's off screen right she's going to now she's not going to be talking to Margaret she's going to be talking about <laughs> Margaret quite a lot we're going to <laughs> everyone loves Margaret Priceland we're going to learn more about Margaret for example but she's going to be talking to the audience telling she's just storytelling you know will you be will you be um, dressed up for the role no definitely not just the glasses just the glasses, because it's not all Janice. Some of it will be Frank, and some of it might even be Connor. And who knows, somebody else. But one's Connor. I've no, I've not got to meet him yet. All oh, right, okay. Connor's, Connor's not as popular, but he is. He's a sort of a, a working boy. He works on a building site like yourself. Um, right. And he's like, his face never moves, but he's figuring out the world. So he's like, see, see by the way, right? See that Disney Plus? I subscribed <laughs> to that, right? And I was pure amazed, man, because the films are about things, right? They're a bit like animals and that, but they're pure about other things, like pure relationships and all that. Pure mean things. <laughs> so he did a video about Disney Plus right, where he sort right, of cool, discovers cool, cool. that. So he's he's kind of finding out about the world. He's their son, so so he'll probably make an appearance. Frank definitely will be in there. So for that reason, amongst others, I'd, I don't really want to go down the Mrs. Brown route. Aye. I don't think it's about me dressing up as a woman. I'm not really interested in that. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in what these humans feel and say about the world you know it also uh, actually allows the character to focus more on the character if you, if you take away the bells and whistles it really yeah I think so I think a lot of people have looked at the videos and said that as soon as he starts talking he's Janice to me yeah. he's this woman and I think as soon as you prescribe that it's like making a, a book into a film that's one mm. person's idea of what these characters look like and it's all, it instantly dilutes everybody else's idea of what they are like because nothing is as powerful as, as what's inside your own head. Before you start 
I, I can I get a video? Do you have a right? I'm going here with it. Like for instance, Daz was the first person. That, sorry, actually, I'd seen your videos online, and then we were talking about people that were just funny as fuck, as it were. And he was like, "Have you seen this guy?" And I was like, "Aye, aye." So we're talking about, it and he's like, "The class if we could get him or Brian or Janice or Frank characters to to promote our show." Yeah. So I got in touch with you, and you were kind enough to come back and be like, "Aye, aye, let's do it," sort of thing. What is it you want me to say? So you didn't know about the band and I gave you a kind of brief of here's a bullet point to say who we are, what we're about and here's what we're trying to sell. Mm-hmm. It, and it was it was a show. You took that and you done your thing with it. We're getting to actually mention the show in the first time which was hilarious. <laughs> and, uh, you were like, any changes? <laughs> yeah, could you mention the fucking show? That would be useful. <laughs> so do you, when you're writing it yourself, do you have these things or do you just flip the camera on like you just done there with Connor and, and just make it happen? It depends, I think. Um, there's a number of things. With your video, it was actually like, just pull on the instinct and go, what would Frank make of this? Mm-hmm. So, I, sometimes I try and get a central idea. And the central idea was that Frank thought the and la. You know, yeah. it was both mean the. And as soon as I come up with that idea, then it's just turn on the camera, because I know it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes, like right now, for example, I know that there's I'm due a Janice video. It's been a while. It's been a good few days since Janice was online. Feel, you can you can feel her coming to the front. It's just bubbling <laughs> up inside you can feel me. Her presence. I, I'm like a Quaker at a meeting that just has to come out. Um, so now, so now, what I'm doing is I'm looking around the house for things that Janice could comment on. And as soon as I get a thing, that'll be fine. Like one day, I knew I was due a Frank video, and I went, "What does Frank think of WhatsApp?" There's a thing. Uh, It's probably new to him. It's not new to anybody else. And as soon as you get a couple of lines that might be his take on it. The other one was, um, for that video, I wanted to do that last line, which was, she's got an answer for everything. She'll have an answer for St. Peter of the Gates when she gets there. Uh, Um, (laughs) My pal Martin Quinn, who's a very funny uh, online comic as well and a great actor, he told me his granny said that. And I was like, please, can I have that? He said, yeah, you go ahead. And I was like, that's Frank's line. So sometimes it's one line. Sometimes it's a central theme. And and quite often it's I need something from this character today because I'm getting to know the rhythm of the audience. I'm like, you know, it's been it's been long enough now. We need more. Do the characters have their certain kind of phrases? Yes, yeah, that's developing. Uh, I don't want them to have catchphrases. I've noticed. I've noticed. Frank says you you know quite a lot. He says you know. Janice says, do you know what I mean? Um, which I've uh, noticed marvelous, in the writing marvelous because is I've my been favorite Frank one. Marvelous, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he's so impressed with the world. <laughs> marvelous. And also, listen. (laughs) Listen, by the way. Some carry on, you know? (laughs) So, Frank is... Frank's rooted in the fact that he's so impressed with with the world. The modern world. And it's like I've said many times, it would be easy to make a a man who's, let's say, 60, and he would see all the stuff that's going on around him and go, oh, what next? Fucking, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, We've heard that. That's boring. And it doesn't help anybody. Mm -hmm. So, I want Frank to be... Amazed by it all, confused, but ultimately like, fair play, brilliant, you know. Um, so yeah, there are little phrases that come out, but not because I want to make to to write cat's phrases, but just because you 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 spend time as that character and then they come out. I mean, Connor is more like, I think he started most of his videos just with the word here. He just goes here, see, <laughs> which is an. I mean, I've got to admit, is inspired by Lemmy, whose DD character just goes fucking. <laughs> You know, like, to start with that, which I think is inspired. Um, So, yeah, they do come out, but it's not like me trying to write catchphrases, I hope. I just thought, yeah, a wee example there, for another idea for you. Um, Brian, a bit 
I mean, me and Dad were laughing at it, but I was trying to explain to my dad. He was asking to see this picture. And I was like, I've not got it, but it's in the cloud. Oh, God. And then try to explain <laughs> to my dad, like, what the cloud was and all that. Um, <laughs> it'd just be a good one for, for you. Yeah, I think Frank could have that. a bit for, of fun for with for that. I, I, someone, I did a custom video over Christmas for someone, and it was about this this guy who's a YouTube or a YouTuber. And Frank was trying to explain YouTube to his friend. He was like, you know, YouTube. <laughs> but the thing is, if you look stuff up, that's your tube. But I can look up different <laughs> stuff. So in a way, we've all got our own tube. Um, and then someone asked about Bitcoin on on my New Year video. Frank was live at New Year and said, "Could you could you try and explain Bitcoin?" Now it was live, so I was like, "What am I going to do here?" And I went, "Well, as I understand it, you know, it's a it's this big coin that's in America, right? And when you buy into it, you get a bit of it, which is why they call it Bitcoin." And I was so I was like sweating when that line came out of my mouth. I was like, "Oh, thank God that appeared from nowhere. I don't know where that came from." Because obviously you're you're doing it. You're in charge of the video, but when you're doing live stream, then is it hard to no break character? Um, no, I don't. Not breaking character, I don't find difficult. I think what I do is I doubt that. I'm I'm in the back of my head. I'm me, and I'm doubting that it's any use or it's funny. But that's just what it is to do a creative thing. Whereas with the video, the, the sketches, because they're shorter, I'm usually fairly confident that I can sustain the idea mm-hmm. um, over time. I'm not convinced that, that going on live as one of the characters is really that useful. I think I was just trying it out, and I'm I'm not sure if... I don't know. I mean, people have done it before, I guess. You know, um, examples I can think of, Carolina Hearn was Mrs. Merton, and she just became Mrs. Merton, and she would put herself in live situations in front of an audience and stuff mm-hmm. uh, Dame Edna Everidge I mean that's a kind of an old fashioned example but I don't know I tried it and I'm not I'm not sure that it actually yields the kind of results I wanted I'm not sure mm-hmm. what the purpose of it was except just to make people happy which is very much what I'm in the business of doing mm-hmm. which is fine I think I can I think there's better ways of doing it like you were saying earlier you said uh, you're kind of look, looking around the house to see what, what Janice could talk about has lockdown affected your creativity? This all came out of lockdown. So actually, it's the, the total opposite effect for you then. In some ways, I mean, you know, I, I've, I've got my moods go up and down pretty severely. Um, so when I'm not good, I'm not creative, and and you know, nothing really happens. But I'm quite used to that. Um, but I was, I've always sent wee daft videos to my pals, and one of them was just like, "You need to just start putting these online." And I guess one day during lockdown, I was doing nothing else, and I thought, oh, "I'll stick it up and see." What happens? So it has been born out of lockdown. Did it require a, a certain amount of courage to f- fire something up like that? Uh, and initially, no, because I tell you what, it was my pal that gave me the courage because he said, "This is really funny. Mm-hmm. Put this up, people will love this." And it was, um, it was Jan- the first ever video was Janice having the conversation with nobody, where she didn't really say anything. She was saying, "Aha, uh-huh, I know, I know," and this is it. This is the thing, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> And you could, you could go around the, the houses and, you know, for years and years we were exactly the same, you know what I'm saying? And she never said anything. Oh, it's a hell of a thing. <laughs> um, and I had sent it to him and of course it wasn't Janice yet, it was just me standing going like this with my glasses on. Um, and because he said it was funny, I was like, okay. And he's a very clever writer, his name's Gary McNair, he's a brilliant um, writer, comedian, performer and I, I believed him. And then it took about four or five videos before I put one up without passing it by somebody else first right aye that was where the courage came in without going is this funny um usually what i do is i put, send it to someone and go is this funny and then if they don't get back to me 
They get back to me three hours later and I go, it doesn't matter, I put it up anyway. The best thing I found out is fire up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've done. Do you feel more pressure on it now because it is, I mean, people doing are expecting a laugh? Or, or are you already <laughs> like, or, or do you feel like, you know, they're already with you? So I think in a way, I could probably get away with doing less work. If I was a if I was a lazier person about it, I could probably make it much more cliched and probably get away with it for a while. Mm-hmm. Like I could dress up and put on a wig or you know put Janice in more outlandish situations or stuff. So in a way, the fan base is quite loyal now, so I feel right. quite safe. But I think I still I'm the one that's pushing. I'm going, nah, that's too punchliney or that's too cliched or the royal family did that already or. Lemmy's been there, or you know, so yeah, yeah. I'm kind of I'm my own worst critic, which keeps me sharp. I think. How uh, you mentioned Lemmy there? How does it how does it feel to have like because Lemmy's Lemmy's senior stuff and he's rated it. How does that feel for? Because yeah. I imagine Lemmy's like something you'd look up to. Totally, it's it, it's the big. I mean, I can't think of a more meaningful endorsement than this in the world that we're in. Lemmy and Lemmy and ourselves, obviously. Weird obviously, <laughs> the La Fontaine, the La Fontaine. <laughs> um, aye, I mean. I've always loved Lemmy's stuff and what I like about it a lot of what I like about it is that it's not punchline based Yeah. Um, there's a subtlety to it and also a darkness, I, I really like the darkness mm-hmm. um, and that's one of the things people might not expect because you could argue that, that Janice and all that stuff is quite light mm-hmm. um, but I think, I think also one of the things that Janice can do because she's lovable I'm told and I believe, um, mm-hmm. is she can talk about dark stuff and we can still find fun in it. She, I mean, she did a sketch right. about a funeral and you could argue that that's quite morbid. She said, oh, you, need to, you really need to book the place early. You almost need to preempt it because <laughs> otherwise you won't get the good sausage rolls. So she's <laughs> talking about someone dying and saying you should book the bowling club <laughs> before they die so you get the good sausage rolls. I mean, it's morbid, it's twisted, but this is the kind of thing people say. So I like to mess about in the darkness a wee bit. Um, that's mm-hmm. the kind of writing I like and what am I on about I guess I'm on about that I'm, I was really pleased that Lemmy liked my stuff because I, I admire him <laughs> 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 you, took that, you answered that super there right, get right up to Starbucks and get your creative coffee <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm loaded with it man hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. <laughs> so what's the plans for the future then the stage show is the next thing and how has lockdown affected that in terms of prolonging it or is it giving you time to hit the gates running when had is that the saying hit the gates running fucking knows whatever the saying is hit the ground running hit the ground running straight out the gate straight out the gate when, when they came out of this I think 
It's the first thing I've ever written that no one asked me to write and that I don't have a deadline for. And mm. even given that, I wrote it in about two weeks. That's never happened to me. I've never written anything script-wise that, that I didn't have a deadline for, that I hadn't been asked or employed to write. So that tells me that something's right about it. Great. That I knew that it had to happen and I know that there's an audience for it. So that gave me the confidence just to do it. I wish I could put it on next week. I would go and start rehearsing it this afternoon if I could. Um, but I don't want to do a half version of it. I don't want to do a socially distanced audience. I want everyone packed in, sweating, laughing with their pints, loving it. That's the only way I want to do it. I want to do it properly. I think we should get them boys to come on uh, if we play the academy. Uh, Brian should come on and support us. Eh? Aye, that'd be brilliant. I think that'd be fucking hilarious. Man. Oh, that would be so good. Do you think they'll go? They'll Aye. throw things at me. They'll be like, who's this, who's this guy? No, you, you'll fuck me. By then, there's every chance you'll be fucking selling that place out yourself. Yeah, we'll so, be supporting you. Here's hope. What's the date again? I don't know, actually. Fuck's <laughs> sake, Brian! It's, like, it's in August, the end, of, end of August, like the 22nd of August. Well, do you know what? The, my idea for, for my show is um, autumn this year. So, we'll be at the point there where mine's hopefully you know jabs withstanding that will uh mine will be on sale and hopefully filling up so it would be a perfect time to do it be amazing uh because Bye. we're even though we're, our podcast has been running a wee while and we're recording it in zoom we've only got seven minutes left of the interview so we need to make get quite far questions in right so <laughs> right, tell okay. me a bit of music how how long have you been making music for then since i was a kid i mean the earliest the earliest creative thing i can ever remember doing was writing um songs on the piano for a musical that i was making up um, I made stuff up when I was a kid. I used to hide in the music department in school because I got, you know, got a hard time for liking theatre and not being. Where, where, where school um, did you go? Where, where did whatever. you grow up? I went to St Tams in Jordan Hill, St Thomas Aquinas. And you get you got you got beef for uh, for Benanti Theatre in Jordan Hill. No, I mean it's Jordan Hill, but it's it's in the area of Jordan Hill, but it's not Jordan Hill. All oh, right, sorry. I mean, I love Mother won't wish her, so like right. You could take St Tams and put it in the middle of Wisher and no one would blink an eye. So you're right. with me now, right? So I used to hide in the music department and write uh, parody songs about the teachers and daft. <laughs> you know, I would write musicals and make up yeah. shows constantly, but in secret, you know. And then when I went to uni, I did it in secret as well because I studied contemporary theatre and they didn't like musicals, so I was secretly writing musicals there. <laughs> oh, so, so even with even within that field, there's a kind of yeah. like you shouldn't be doing that. It's almost like if you care were secretly writing an opera and you thought these boys are not going to. Get this. You know, <laughs> they think I'm, I'm a weirdo. The Raph Offener. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? <laughs> the Raph <Raffa> Offener. <laughs> so I always did that secretly. And then also, my dad's a musician and we've played music for Irish dancing competitions since I was young. And I still do that. So. Did you Irish dance? Uh, my dad Irish danced and he, he Irish danced in the same age group as Michael Flatley, would you believe? There you go. That's fucking gutting, though. It is gutting. But I mean, it's not like he was a close second, to be fair. It's not, it's not like. You know, he came up with canal dance and he was like... Retail that story. What instruments do you just... play, Brian? <laughs> I play the accordion and the piano. Um, and I can I can find my way around the drum kit if necessary. Um, right. So just if you get sick or anything like that. Keep <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Will there be any music in the stage show? Um, there may be. I think, I'll, I think I better... I'm keeping my cards close to my chest there actually right. but it's not a musical by any means it's, it's not going to be a musical but mm -hmm. um, it's hard for me to imagine a show that doesn't 
have some music. musical element to it, yeah. I get them doing karaoke or something. Or... <laughs> right, there's always talk about karaoke, so it, that gives you an excuse on a stage to... That, that justifies people standing with a mic singing, do you know what I mean, if we imagine Aye. a karaoke setting. So, yeah, you might be quite close to the truth there. <laughs> Talking about your custom videos, is there any custom videos that you've made that you've thought... This is this is too good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were too bad. Um, I, the thing about the custom videos is because you're doing you're mentioning things that people want you to mention. It's family in jokes, and they love it, even if it's not that funny to everybody. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't right. need as many gags. Do you know what I mean? Because it's got in jokes. But some of the things I've thought, like YouTube, I was quite pleased with that. That Frank thought it was your tube, and you, everybody had their own tube. I thought that was quite funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've also been asked to, to advertise things that I don't believe in i mean i had a, a massive uh, criminal offer <laughs> <laughs> no i've had other bands come to me since then um and also had a really big criminal law firm come to me and i didn't do anything about it so i was like i don't think no i don't think I'm so doing so at this point then is it, is it important for you to protect the authenticity or the brand of those characters it's hugely important it's important i don't mind going into partnership with people who are doing good things i mean that's mm -hmm. i think that's wonderful because i think we need to use what we've got to help each other and i mean artistically and creatively my friend runs finiston clothing which is a, they have a branch in byers road it's all scottish made outdoor clothing beanies and jackets and that and we're going to mm -hmm. do a bit of a collaboration i think that's great because this is a guy that started a business with his family um you know he's selling stuff that people like that's made in scotland that employs people why not mm -hmm. um but there's no point in me selling out to, to advertise some big whatever. I'm not in the. I'm not trying to get rich. I don't right. need to be rich. I'm already rich. I've got I've got a roof over my head and I get. Imagine you sell. Uh, you're the next advert for Starbucks. <laughs> 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 They'll hear this and they will be like, "Oh, so he gets it. The brand's important in the coffee shop. Get him in. Get him in. Can you can you give yourself a, a wee plug on the the if people want um to get a, a personalised video? Where do they get you for that? Um, you can contact me on social media, but the easiest way to get through it is to just email me directly, bridalhingway at gmail.com. Hingway is H-I-N-G-W-Y, bridalhingway, gmail.com. Uh, and if you've got anything else, I'd love to talk to people, so chat to me and tell me what, what you think I should do next. And you've got a Patreon as well, if people want to buy you a Starbucks coffee, what's that? <laughs> it's uh, The link's on my Twitter, it's uh, it's on Buy Me A Coffee, if you if you look up Buy Me A Coffee and you find Bridal Hingway, but the link's on my Twitter, and I appreciate all the people that have done that, because it, Janice and Frank have given me an income during this pandemic, genuinely, and it's that for that, I couldn't be more thankful. That's fucking amazing, That's there's nothing better, man, than somebody not. managing to make a, a wee bit of crust off their actual art, so respect everybody that's done that. Brian, thank you so much for talking to us, man. You're an absolute Thanks legend, a lot, man. and the characters are amazing. All the best for the thank show you. when it happens. Very talented, man. Been a pleasure, Brian. Thanks, boys. So Thank great you, to finally kind of meet you. <laughs> see you at the academy. I'll see, see you, you soon. See you in see August, August, man. Yes. Cheerio. Good boy, is our Brian, isn't he? I was his class talking to him, didn't he? I thought it was just going to be like a guy, <laughs> a guy that done two, <coughs> a couple of characters and and Twitter videos or whatever. But 
it was good to know, like, find out his background and all that sort of thing, and, um... And find out his dad was Michael Flatley, that was cool as fuck. <laughs> Ledge. Ah, he's a good boy, man, I've, I've got a lot of time for a Brian, very talented comedian. So, you ran a marathon this week, Jamie, tell us all about it. So, I done, uh, I done, I went out a run with Nicky, then he went in, it was about, we'd done about 18 kilometres, I still felt alright, so I was just I was near my bit, so I went in and get a drink of juice. I sat down for five minutes and then uh, went out and started running again. And then when I looked at how far I'd done, I'd done like 30 kilometres, which was the most I'd done ever mm-hmm. so far. And then, but I knew it was going to be another five to get home. Mm-hmm. So I thought if I'm that close, I might as well just go for it. Just go for it. And then I went for it. And how do your wee legs feel today? Eh, uh, well, I got this morning, done a, another half. Eddie is hard himself. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my left ankle's a wee bit sore, but I felt alright. I slept really good last night and I got first thing of the day, like, feeling brilliant. It, it was like, or oh, feeling, like, physically brilliant. The Like, see, especially doing, being able to do a marathon sort of thing. Normally you're doing it and there's, like, you get a wee medal and all that, and then you go and get a pint and shit, and there's hundreds, uh, there's thousands of folk there. Uh, <laughs> it was just me, I get back, so I've been running for four or 45 minutes, I come back, my neighbour Paul, he's cleaning his van, he's like, you've been out of run? And I was like, aye. Have I, have I been out of run? I'll wait till I fucking tell you, boy. I've just done a marathon, aye, it's just like, uh, after I'd done it, and then I was, 10 minutes later, I was just like, Watching X Men <laughs> in my living room, just myself, like maybe to, to congratulate you. Or... Congratulate me, aye. Well, well Daz and I sent you some congratulations. We sent aye, you some nice texts. My family WhatsApp. They just says, they're like that's amazing. Uh, don't don't do too much and uh, <laughs> make make sure you get good shoes. You need to get a sponsorship. Any uh, clothing brands out there that likes a Nike, Reebok. Um, Do- Doc-, Doc Martens Doc Martens <laughs> <laughs> running, a pa- running a marathon a pair of Doc Martens uh, oh. would, um, would like to sponsor our Jamie then you, you can feel free to do so he'll run down to the shop and get him off you <laughs> <laughs> um, it's snowing down here is it actually? aye very rare for it to be snowing I've never in seen the likes of it. capital city with all that smog although I can't, I can't really be arsed with snow after Christmas to be honest it's kind of it always happens after Christmas as well. Tell you what it is, mate. Climate change. <laughs> Fucking climate change, mate. Tell me, tell me, there's no such thing. The ice capsules are ma- they're melting at a rate I've never seen them before. Do you know what? I read about Antarctica the day, and it was a. Uh, it's not reindeer for like millions of years. Is that factually accurate? <laughs> <laughs> millions. <laughs> millions of years. It's definitely a plural amount of years. It was more than a year mm-hmm. in the rain in Antarctica. Have you found? Have you found? See with the snow with the wee dog. Does the grit get in its paws? No, uh, my wee dog is cool. She. We. we what we have done is a new little booties? game. What, no, we've not got boots. She wouldn't. <laughs> she wouldn't wear them. But you can dupe her by thinking that the snow balls are actual balls. So she goes to catch them and chow down on them, and they all melt in her mouth, and she makes a funny wee face and it. Absolutely delightful to see, I'll tell you. It is delightful. <laughs> so that was that was yesterday's activities. Uh, I could see I was smelling all all day round. I was when I <laughs> seen my little doggy do that. 
It's gonna be a lovely day. Lovely day. Obviously, a lot of the podcast fans would maybe be expecting us to get the, the wrestling guy. What was he called again? Jim? Jim fucking... Jim Johnson. Jim, Jim Johnson. No, no response as of yet. I did message Jim. That was the first time. Usually when we're on the podcast, we, we talk about getting a guest on, like some Mike Pence, etc. We never, <laughs> we never bother us asking. <laughs> we just think that would be kind of funny Pentagon, to get him on. Pentagon didn't get back to us. Aye, aye. But I did actually email Jim Johnson. I went through his contact forum <laughs> on the forum on, on the, the website. Wrote him a lovely email actually saying how, how big fans we were. And... <laughs> Jim has not got back yet, so you've got another week, Jim. One week. Then you've made a powerful enemy. <laughs> um, any shifts this week, Jimmy? I'm I'm currently working on my CV uh, as we speak. The one pager. Are you going to include a photo with your CV? Just his name and his photo. <laughs> or you could do you could do a, vid- a video CV. Aye, aye true. I'm me talking to the camera. Hello. <laughs> Let me introduce you to your new employee. Are you LinkedIn care. I LinkedIn. I'm getting myself a LinkedIn. What's uh, how's the CV looking? Actually, feeling a bit better about myself after writing it. I don't know. There is a lot of transferable skills, and and like uh, there is a lot of stuff that through my unorthodox professional career that actually no bad. When you're writing them down. You start feeling because uh, initially looking for looking at fucking applying for jobs. It was really, it was really bad for your morale. I must say, when you've been a musician and you're trying to like, like what, where did I fit in the last five years? What have I done? But I mean, you can write, write it all down. It's definitely good. So I've, I'm. Are, uh, you, are you keeping it to one page, one side of A4, or two? is that what you're meant to do? Aye, any more than any more than one double side is, as far as I know, not not on. Kev, well, Kev was doing a pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I mean, it was it was coming becoming quite the read. Uh, I was certainly strapped in. Uh, as far as far as I know, any more than one, uh, any more than one A four double sided, it's too much. No one will read it. Right. Well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Then it's just when you start going to like previous jobs, actually, and then uh, I no, I should be. Able but to then do you that. just conde- you just condense that. What, to the best bits. To the best ones or the most relevant ones or most Formula relevant. One driver. <laughs> any good uh, any good team GB on it so far? Uh, I don't think it's that funny because uh, it's it's more a legit thing. Um, aye, aye, but is it anyone's that's just like top <laughs> slash youngest salesperson for over eight months at British Gas achieved over <laughs> and above <laughs> achieved over and above my sales target. What 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 are the dates on that? Two thousand and four. I'm going way back, man. <laughs> <laughs> Youngest at thirty year old. Uh, Have you been tempted to lie? I, I went. I'm not going to lie. Actually, I went. I went fully intending to to fill a full of lies. <laughs> like uh, you know, like that former yeah, Formula One drive. You've done a lot of cool stuff. Well, the, so. well, then and then I was like, then I was writing down like actually some of that stuff sounds like I'm lying anyway. Like <laughs> fucking. Top 40, it's mad applying for a job, going top 40 album, two BBC shows, tour the world, all that party, like, oh actually, that's true. Aye, aye, true. So it's kind of, so I feel like I, I need mean, to put in shite hangs to, to make it in, look if like If you put a, in Formula 1 driver, then it would just Aye, it would be like, it fine. And I it's like, remember, uh, I wrote a CV, it was about 
ten years ago or something at Mother Library just around the corner for your house uh, mm-hmm. at like some <coughs> class thing we had to go to no, I had to go I didn't have to go to it but I went to it and it was uh, was able to use like the band for a lot of transferable skills such as teamwork and stuff like that or aye totally man I mean you realise that it's like or... natural born leader and team <laughs> and also like fucking just daft things they're always asking for like uh, how how well can you deal with people and all that and I'm like fucking that's the Aye. whole game that's the whole game what would the ideal realistic uh, job be for you end out there listening to what a creative brand manager then <laughs> is that what you're touting yourself as probably I it's going to get to the point though see with like we kids and stuff now like have fucking TikTok like that that's you doing video editing at 13 so by the time these people man. are 21 the, like the video ed- video, video editing will just be like second nature like that's how people commu- communicate now is just by video editing 100% I think what's it's weird man because with lockdown and social media and all that I think like in 10 years from now the, the rare skill will be folk that can actually physically communicate with people. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, de- definitely. Well, go the opposite way where uh-huh. that is the, the main skill now. If, you, if you're good with people actual physically and you can talk to people f- not through a keyboard, mm-hmm. you'll be the man. Uh, unfortunately for me, very similar to the music industry <laughs> where we <laughs> where we miss the boat and the, the old CD sales, but I would give you a living. I will also miss that mm, point. Miss that. Where, uh, so I'll be in no man's land there again. So. So you were saying the other day, Jimmy, uh, you were going to start writing a diary. Can you tell us a bit about that. Started on what day we on the new Monday, so last Tuesday mm-hmm. or Wednesday. I can't remember, but it's it came out with came out with a few ideas. Like, uh, I met a guy when I was out on a run, and he was telling me that I should be writing a blog. Was he from two thousand and five? It was. It was a bit older. I <laughs> But his first que- his first question to me was, "What you been up to? Fuck all." So I thought Aye. I've had a chance to say, "Yeah, anything about what I've been up to." Like he's already said, "Fuck all." <laughs> I'm just like, "I fuck all." Aye. But then I started telling him that, <clears throat> like what I'd been up to. It was it came for as well for watching folk moaning on Facebook a bit. They don't know how to put their wains through homeschooling. Mm-hmm. They don't remember the stuff and all that they get taught at school. So I've tried to incorporate every subject of that I've done at school, every single subject, and then apply it into my my daily life. So I've done it for about six days. Uh, Can you give us a, a wee extract? Can you give us a wee example? Two seconds. Uh, don't know, this would be, this is like day six or something. It's just a, a bit in the middle. Never really learnt too much about Angola last night, except wee bits on the slave trade and some of the music. Luanda, the capital. Starts, started watching a wee thing of their war and independence for Portugal in the 1970s, but my body was tiredly content. That's good after I'd done the, the marathon. They've wrote about all that. Uh, still never managed to read Animal Farm yet, but I'm about to get a wee hour in the new before I start doing the podcast with the band. 
a few shifts in for this week. Tomorrow, Wednesday at the building site, and Thursday out with the fridges somewhere. A three-day week, ideal. That was just like a wee bit for the day. Uh, that's that's so, lovely. And what's the what's the plan? Is you got you got to turn this into a a book? I think so. Aye. I think what will you call it? Uh, I was thinking you call it either what you've been up to. Fuck all. Uh, or uh, the wishite homeschooling in Egypt. So basically, the last six days of of crammed fucking hundreds of stuff in and tried to relate it into what I'd done at school. So uh, I'm talking about Angola there. So the first day was Afghanistan. So the diary's got to be between then until like the 29th of August, which is roughly when our gig is. Mm-hmm. Why are you having that as the date of 29th of August? What significance is that? So. I've picked like a list of all the countries in the world, so I've wrote them all down in alphabetical order. So, past week I've been learning about Afghanistan, and then Albania, then Algeria, then American Samoa, and then Angola, and then now I'm on Antarctica today. That's why you got your fact about the millions of years? Aye, so I've, I've not done that much on Antarctica yet, so I fall behind on so the English part of the homeschooling is writing it all down and reading, so I've been falling behind on the reading, because I've not managed to read any animal forum yet uh, but I've been reading a book on like Islam so that'd be part of the RE hmm. right what 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 are all the subjects English French PE music techie so I'd like see because I'm out with a joiner and that the more <laughs> like woodwork <laughs> um, uh, mathematics mathematics so math, math, math was the hardest one for me to try and relate into anything that mm-hmm. I do but I've spoke about my, my, my Paddy Power account. <laughs> so ju- just like school, I'm trying like avoid maths at all costs, but occasionally I might be tempted to do a wee bit of maths. But I'll, I'll, keep, I'll put that in the diary as well, like any bets that I'm doing, if I win or lose. Uh, that's, that's fucking, that's a great idea, man. So the significance of the, what was the date in August? 29th? 29th August would finish with Zimbabwe. Hopefully that that's point, and that's all the countries done. That's all the countries done, but at that point, hopefully, I can also be running the Clyde Walkway, which is forty miles. Uh, Where does it go from? So, from Partick to New Lanark. But then, like I'm talking about doing that, and f- see, like, cause I'm writing every everything that I'm doing, doing writing my thoughts on the news and writing it all. It's like I don't know. I end up doing the marathon, you know that, that I thought was hoping to aim for, like. July or something like that. Uh, wow. And because I'm writing stuff down about other countries, like I'm remembering it all, and um, aye, I'm in a, a good a good buzz about life in there. That's good. Up, it, up early as fuck and just learning shit and just being busy. Man, that's fucking, that's amazing for your fucking mental state during lockdown and all that. That's class. Are you doing it as your friends? Are you still keeping up your, your Duolingo thing? Aye, and then some of the Start writing some of it's in French, the diary, but hopefully, because <laughs> I'm doing it now and I'm writing about it, it's becoming better as well. Wow. Uh, so, the, the sci- I couldn't think of much for science either, but I've got a wee plant on the grow and just talking about its photosynthesization. <laughs> I'm also putting in like a, a different word that's clearly for a thesaurus. Right, every right. Day. <laughs> uh, but no, just it'll be, it'll be quite obvious where it is. It's, it's daft, but I'll, I'll, and then I'll see what I've learned at the end of the 229 days. Uh, 
and see if I'm more aye, same look. It's basically like a really long CV. So I can you need to do one at two pages. I'm writing one that's uh, <laughs> two hundred I don't know. Already I've wrote about ten thousand words. I'm genuinely like I don't know, quite taken aback by that. I think that's that's a fucking magic idea. Aye, and then I just I'll take some photos. He hangs up and down throughout the year as well. That's probably where you'll like, you'll fail. Forties. You're terrible. Are you maybe the worst person I've ever seen at forties? I've got the quote. Well, I've spoke about how I aim to my my aims for the my 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 shooting in the fucking red five. Aye. <laughs> uh, uh, class man. That's that's fucking great. That's magic. That's so. Can we get we uh, can we get a wee podcast weekly update and like. For next time, come on, give a wee bit of it. I well, um, basically, I've got so see instead of somebody saying what you've been up to, fuck all. I've got like fucking <laughs> thousands and thousands of words of what I've been up to. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think it's just try to be the absolute opposite for every day. Going, there's nothing to do. And are you feeling that way? Are you feeling super content and busy? Aye, the last week's been fucking well since I've started. I've been. Like everything that I'm doing, I'm constantly thinking, right, I need to write that down and uh, need to explain that. So there's a good yesterday's yesterday's diary entry was like, oh, about how underwhelming it is finishing a marathon to name day. And <laughs> uh, I'll just be, I'll try and be like pretty honest about my moods and uh, everything that's happening. But can you give us another wee bit for the last? Uh, I'll try and find another day. Right, choose a choose a number between one and five. That was six today. Three. So I've not I've not read this again since I've read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, set the alarm for half five and sprang out my kit bright as a button. Managed a wee two point five k and twenty setups. But my legs are fucking killing me. Had the bowl of red berry special k type stuff. There's a wee program in Al Jazeera, but journalists in Wuhan, November nineteen, it's on undercover hidden camera stuff. Pretty captivating. The tin hot tin foil hat is made out of porous metal in my circumstances. <laughs> it's more like a cheese grater, but I do think that China knew more a wee bit than they were letting on. My clever Indian pal Nikita that lives in Switzerland reckons so last night when I spoke to her about about it. She works for some big pharma company and they seem to have some early intel on the whole pandemic thing. And then it's it it's talks about me at work that day on the building site and uh and the other subjects that I managed to do, as well as my golden time. What was gold, golden, golden time? time? <laughs> uh, playing The Sims. What <laughs> 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 <Well>, on? <clears throat> PS4. PlayStation Four. Right. Is it good? Uh, it's alright. It's quite hard. It's easier on a on a on a, on on a, a computer. PC, I think. Aye. That could also be part of your techie. Why well, is Classman? That's it, it's a. Uh, I've got a wee endorphin kick off you. Um, talking about it I think it sounds great and for anybody struggling during lockdown I think you should take great inspiration for that nice one um, that's it for this week's podcast big shout out to our guest Brido Hingway um, it was lovely to have our first guest of the year on you can write about that Jamie in your, in your tales met a new Aye. person tonight today um, definitely as always a few things to remember you can the January sales are still on Get yourself on. What's the address, Daz? Uh, fontsmerch.com. I think we'll have some ho- some new hoodies up as well by the end of the week. Get the last bit of the, the merch right now on the January sale, and maybe by the end of the week we'll have 
brand new merch on hoodies or save yourself for those for those little berries and uh <laughs> get yourself all snuggled up in a hoodie talk of the town you'll be talk of the town um very importantly sign up to our patreon is it patreon or patreon it is pa- it's pa- patreon sign up to our patreon um couple new people on that i want to give a quick shout out to david What's he To David Cumming, uh, he's a uh, sorry. It's it's grown by one. David Cumming's the only person that's joined. <laughs> Shout out to David, who's uh, joined this week. If you would like to be like David, a a, a friendly patron, a, a man we can trust and look <laughs> fondly upon, you can sign up at patreon.com forward slash Lafontaines. That's it. And <laughs> feel better about yourself. Definitely feel better about yourself by doing that. As always. We'll finish off with the three staples of the LaFontaine's podcast. That is peace, that is love, and that is uni. <laughs> Put on the mixer. One big bubble. Class, cheers, troops, all the best. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.